and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Hello! Hello and uh, welcome to uh, the Fleet Geeks podcast and to uh, Lunchtime Live. Uh, top 10 common mistakes found at audit for fleet operators. So one of the things that uh, flagship do is we do we do a lot of audits, a lot of compliance audits. We do interim compliance audits and we do and recognition and enforce types audit type audits as well for standards. Uh, we do do health and safety and those kinds of things, but I'm not here to talk about that today. I am here to talk about what are the most common mistakes or challenges I find when we audit or flagship find when we audit our, our clients or operators, those kinds of things. Um, hopefully this will be useful for you because if you've got an audit coming up, it will help you prepare for it. Uh, and likewise, you know, it may highlight the need for you to potentially have an audit. We find that this time of year, December, November, December, January time, people are thinking about going into the new year and it's a good time to look at checking the systems, um, particularly where you know, we've got uh, transport managers who, who are employed in a, in a business and it's really useful to get your work checked, right? Because we don't know everything, right? So it's really useful to be able to come in and for us to be able to check, uh, check how things are going and help support that and we do that in a really supportive way so you don't need to feel challenged you don't need to feel that um you know we're going to come in and, and and you know like crap over everything that you're doing or say that what you're doing is crap because that's not the way we work um we will make sure that we are supportive and help you see what is needed to be done so without further ado i'm going to do the top 10 and i'm going to count down from 10 to 1. so um in at number 10, in the most common mistakes found at fleet operators, numero 10, is driver reportable defects at service. So that's a really common issue that we find. And that when I say driver reportable defects are found at service, and there's no corresponding driver check to demonstrate those defects that have been found at service. So that is issue number 10. Quite a common one, uh, something we see on a regular basis, and we recommend for drivers to make sure that they do a thorough walk-around check prior to inspection because particularly from a force and, 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 and recognition point of view and if you were to sort of see the uh, traffic commissioner at any point that's something they're going to look to do to check that your driver walk-around check process is robust right so that's about demonstrating that so that's one of the things that we pick up that potentially is an area for improvement so that's number 10 number nine Number nine is uh, fuel and ad blue monitoring on an ongoing basis. So one of the things that you'd find as part of your MIVR, if you were to have a maintenance investigation visit from DVSA, one of their questions is, is how do you monitor ad blue uh, usage? Now, the reason for that is we need to make sure that we're monitoring the emissions of our vehicles. Okay. And um, 
one of the challenges we find is that we don't really tend we don't really tend to monitor that stuff right and many companies don't keep a track or keep a record uh so there is no guidance necessarily on how you do that so how you do it is up to you um or what works best for you depending on the types of systems that you've got um but it's certainly something that you need to consider um and is part of the maintenance investigation visit report so that is in at number number nine uh number eight so this is a big challenge big challenge very important uh much more safety related than, than number nine um but we often find there's some challenges around the wheel talk policy procedure and register so we might have a policy that says one thing the procedures carried out is something else and then there's potentially a register with missing information or not fully completed or there might be a total absence of a wheel talk register in in, in itself anyway these are challenges for us to deal with okay so certainly something to think about particularly if it came to protecting yourself if you had a if you had a wheel fall off in the you know obviously god forbid that that's that's what would happen um but if you if you were to we need to make sure that we've got a robust wheel management process in place so as part of the audit we'll test that system we'll look at wheel talk policy we'll look at the procedure that's being taken is there correct records are they all in place and is there a wheel talk register and if you're missing any of those things that's a potential risk right um and it's certainly an area for improvement for you so that is uh num numero eight uh numero seven number seven on our top 10 is not notifying the traffic commissioner of convictions so this is one of your this is one of your duties as as part of the operator license undertakings and um you need to make sure that you check notifiable convictions and you make sure that those are being notified to the inquiries at otc.gov.uk email address. Uh, you need to add your operator's license number from a search facility point of view, or you'll be asked for it by response. Um, and you need to make sure that you're doing that and keeping on top of it, because um, it may be deemed that you're you're not fulfilling your responsibilities at a future point. So that is uh, in at number seven. That is one of the challenges that we find that. Uh, transport managers are normally probably a bit scared of notifying or maybe they just miss it maybe they haven't got their fingers on the pulse they're not properly checking driving licenses and they're not monitoring it or it may just be that they're admitting to do it for whatever reason but get doing it guys and uh, certainly that's something that we uh, often find and is in at number seven on our top ten uh, so numero six uh, in, in the issues found and these aren't in these aren't in severity order these are in like the commonness order if that makes sense so you may think that there's stuff lower down but it might just be that it's less common we see it this is based on how common uh we see it as being an issue okay so um i'm on to yeah number six number six is inspections falling out or into the following week particularly for an mot Hello, it's Sharni from Flagship Partners. We are really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. If you need expert advice or training for your fleet business, make Flagship Partners your first choice. We are really excited to announce the launch of our Transport Manager Academy with expert development for fleet leaders. We offer fully accredited initial Transport Manager CPC training, CPC refresher and operator license awareness training, as well as mentoring, support and professional development beyond the qualification. Our vision is to develop elite fleet professionals. Okay, so that's a bit of a challenge. Um, and what we find is the inspections 
are, are being completed and uh, on occasion they might fall into the following Monday or Tuesday because they've been busy at the weekend or whatever it may be um, or whatever excuse that you want to come up with that probably wouldn't be accepted at a public inquiry. So uh, yeah, inspections falling into the following week. If you say that your inspections are going to be six weekly, you do need to make sure that they happen within those six ISO weeks. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's Monday on week ISO week one and Sunday on ISO week six. As long as it's within those those periods, then you're going to be golden. But it's an obviously very common issue that we find that it just sort of shoves over. So that's a challenge, okay? Uh, so that was number six. The fifth one, number five, common issue, uh, brake testing is a bit of an issue, right? So we'll... As part of an audit, we test brake testing, we or we test your system for brake testing, um, and we will often find that there's not enough being carried out, or we might find that there's issues with them because they're not loaded and they're not meaningful, um, or that they've been signed off as passed when they haven't passed by the workshop, and there's often normally an education piece around that. So uh, yeah, in at number five for most common issues is brake testing. So um, that's obviously a, uh, a big one for you to consider and, and, and look at as well, making sure that you know when you're going to be brake testing, make sure they're completed, make sure you get a report uh, and make sure that it's meaningful. OK, so, uh, yeah, brake testing in at number five uh, or inconsistent brake testing, I think, is probably one of the issues in that you'll say one thing, but the records are saying another um that's going to be a bit of a challenge for you if everything falls out of bed right so uh that's number five in at number four in at number four for most common is that we will find many operators utilize the ocrs and vehicle encounter reporting system that's available on vol on the online system but one of the issues they don't do is they don't thoroughly look at the mot failures and what they don't do, and this falls into sort of two areas because it's ineffective managing the maintenance. Um, but one of the things that we often find is that um, they're not, yeah, there's no no real follow up from an MOT failure. Now that that's something that's really important, right? Particularly, you know, if you have challenges around, or if you're ever to be questioned on your MOT first time MOT pass rate, I think this is particularly important if you fall below the national average because the question may be asked at some point by someone official or more official than us as the auditors, which is, oh, what are you doing about it? Or how are you managing your maintenance provider? Because ultimately that falls on you still. So um, I know it's a big bone of contention and we often have arguments about it. Well, I can't help it. You know, I'm paying someone to do a job and they're not doing it properly and it's getting an MOT failure and it's not my fault. Okay, let's not get into the fault debate but let's make sure that you've done the appropriate follow-up to make sure that you are managing your maintenance provider and making sure that you've got a thorough investigation for any MOT failures. And what we do find very commonly is there might be the odd failure on that report that the operator doesn't know about because they've not properly read it. Um, that is probably quite common. That might be in at number 11 or 12 if we were to do 20. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's number num numero four. Uh, number three, which is a big a big challenge, particularly for restricted operators and particularly for bigger companies, um, is that we have a change of directors and uh, somebody forgets to tell the operator license holder. Somebody forgets to tell the transport manager. Uh, so company's house says one thing and the operator license says another. 
that's a big no-no. You need to make sure that we uh, keep the traffic commissioner informed. We need to make sure that we keep VOL up to date uh, with that information of any changes of directors. So that's a really common one that we find uh, that we that we, we find challenges on that. So um, yeah, that's in at number three, um, and certainly worthwhile you keeping uh, keeping check on, making sure that particularly if you're a, a transport manager and there's stuff that goes on in the business that's maybe away from the transport department, I'd certainly have a process. You know, if you had a robust process in place where you checked it on a regular basis, for example, and maybe it changed and it just fell between your check and you've got a history of checking it, you know, we could probably uh, accommodate something like that, right? Um, but nonetheless, it's really important that the transport office, transport manager, um, or responsible person is kept informed of any company's house changes so that they can then go on to uh, notify the traffic commissioner. So that was in at number three. Number two is no CPD record from a transport manager point of view. Really, really common now. Um, so we'll go and do an audit um, and uh, particularly find that it's been past five, past five years um, which reminds me, mine is uh, mine is due. I'm due for a uh, refresher soon. So past five years, look at me get inundated with transport manager refresher offers. Uh, it'll be interesting to go and see someone else's offering. Uh, yeah, so uh, five year transport manager refresher has not been completed. There's no CPD evidence in place. So uh, yeah, if uh, if that's a challenge for you, make sure you get that booked. I would be happy uh, happy to hear from you and to help support you with that flagship do them in person in Peterborough and we do do them online too uh, but if yeah if you need a transport manager refresher get in touch but that is in at number two uh, you need to make sure that you have ongoing uh, CPD that is something that's going to be looked for and probably may not be a challenge unless something falls over or it might not be an issue until you need to make changes to the license renew the license something like that and then that's normally a trigger for further checks uh, and questions so uh, it may be okay until it's not okay, right? Um, but nonetheless, why not get one, right? If you've not had a refresher in five years, chances are you're a little bit behind the time. So uh, yeah, well worth doing that. That's in at number two. Uh, and the final one, in at number one, the biggest challenge that we find as part of our uh, ongoing auditing for operator license holders is, drum rolls please, maintenance providers not being kept up to date on vol and or no agreements in place okay so could be one of the two and i know it's a bit cheaty because i've got two within number one but it, it's it's interrelated all right so maintenance providers need to be maintained and up to date on vol okay so what we'll often find is oh we've just started using this maintenance provider and they're not on there or oh we haven't used that maintenance provider in like the last four years five years well why are they still on there well, we were told to just in case. No, just take them off. And if you start reusing them again, add them on. Okay. And then if they're on there, we need to have a maintenance agreement in place. So um, Vol offers you one. There's a template one. When you add a maintenance provider to, to Vol on the online system, it offers you a maintenance agreement. Or I can't remember what page it is or annex in the back of the guide to maintaining roadworthiness. But in the back of there, there is a maintenance contract in place for you to print and fill out and what have you. Okay, so there's my offers of guidance for you. Uh, those are the top 10, top 10 issues we find that audit, not in order of severity, but in order of commonality. So um, which ones are you guilty of? If any of that's resonated with you, why not get it sorted? 
alternatively get in touch to have an audit. But yeah, those are the things we find. I hope that's been useful. Uh, really appreciate you joining and having a listen and uh, I'll see you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.